dogs. Welcome back to another episode of Dogs Off the Leash. This week, Georgia welcomes Charleston Southern and what is the final home game of the 2021 season. And though initially, you know, Charleston Southern, you know, Georgia's maybe looking a little bit forward, but this, it's a significant day. It's it's senior day. And if you've watched the hype video, for senior senior day narrated by Jordan Davis, or you, you know, you've been a part of a team, any team where, you know, it comes to an end eventually. And, you know, for a lot of these players, you got to understand like, this is the last time a lot of them will get to play football. Well, at least in a normal situation because of the COVID year, a lot of our players will have an opportunity to come back, but that kind of kills the sappiness of it. So let's pretend like this is the last time that they're going to get to play for the University of Georgia. It's it can be emotional. Now the game is not going to be emotional cuz we're going to throttle Charleston Southern and we'll we'll talk about them and you know we have a lot of respect for their program but honestly this game is about us. And, and think about it this way. If you go all the way back to the 2018 uh class. Kirby was here his second year. That is the majority of this class. That is also Kirby's first number one recruiting class. And, you know, some some of that, some of those guys are not here. Trey Hill is gone to the NFL. Uh, Justin Fields, that whole situation. Um, but the the bulk of that is, is this class that we're going to be uh, honoring, celebrating. And, you know, things that they've done. This team is 10-0. If we can win two more games... This senior class, this entire football team is two wins away from joining the 1946, 1980, and 1982 class as the only ones in Georgia history to go undefeated and not to tie. So, you know, we're, we're celebrating what they have done, and hopefully we're going to celebrate a lot, a lot more. So um, big, big game as far as the scope of what, what this team can do potentially. Um, so, you know, going back to that senior day video, Jordan Davis, you know, really leading the charge as far as best player or most impactful players on this team this year, him, it, it starts, it starts with those guys. Some of these guys could have went to the NFL and had, you know, a decent draft position and, and what, and would have went on to have great careers. They decided, um, from, from his own mouth, him and Devonte Y and others, but they decided they wanted to come back so they could have a Chubb, Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle type of impact. And I think it's safe to say that they have done that and exceeded those expectations. And again, we keep, I keep sounding like, you know, the book is, or the ink is dry. We, we not done, we not done. So it's, it's a, it's a celebration, but with looking forward to things at things to come. This class is also 21 and one at Sanford stadium. Um, minus that one flute game that we had that we dropped against South Carolina. But, you know, I'm not saying it's anybody here who's on the roster's fault, but I digress. 
And, you know, going back to just just the bond that this team has. When you're around when you're around guys on a football team and you're you're going to practice every day, you're spending all of your free time with a lot of them. You're watching film. You're 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 gonna you're building relationships that will last a lifetime. Even some of the friends I went to UJ with, like I have a podcast with Keegan. Like we we still we're in this is years later and we're not even that far down the road. Uh, you know, my best friend went to UJ with me. A lot of my best friends went to UJ with me. So these these are relationships um that are hard to sever. They last a long time. So um the significance of it really cannot be understated. Truly it can't. It is a noon kickoff game, so not super exciting, but you know, no disrespect to Charleston Southern. But, you know, this is about us, what we've done and what we're going to do. This is about our guys. And they're getting paid anyway, so don't feel too bad for Charleston Southern. They're going to get their money. They, they're going to be right. We'll send them off, and, you know, they'll have, they'll have a good rest of the season, whatever they do. But some of the things that we need to focus on going into this game, obviously, is staying healthy. The depth that Kirby has built with this team should make this absolutely not a problem from really from one, two, three, fourth on the depth chart. There is so much talent on this team. It is it is absolutely crazy. So, you know, let's run the ball. Let's use this game as an opportunity to teach the young players what it means to, you know, some of them is going to be their first time. Play in Sanford Stadium with a crowd. No, Not a lot of pressure. So, like, cut it loose and play. Execute because – these are little things that you have. These are the opportunities that you get to really build championship cal- caliber habits. That's what these games are about. Now, a lot of people hate, you know, in November, some of the last games, we're still scheduling F- FCS opponents. And, and yeah, it's true. It's a double-edged sword. Some of these programs, they they survive. Their, their whole year or their whole, a lot of their operations are paid by these games. And at the same time, you know, we're we're trying to not make these games count less or be insignificant. But it's not like Georgia's not trying to schedule big-time games and big-time opponents all the time. So let's not pretend that that's the case. But they're probably going to end up doing away with these games, at least late in the season. Because, I mean, wouldn't you hate to sustain an injury or anything of any significance this late in the game against this type of opponent in a game that essentially means nothing, especially for the position that UGA is in right now? So, you know, with a grain of salt, but... So just a little bit on CSU, they're coming in at four and five. I didn't do a whole lot of homework on them because let's be honest, again, like this is, I'm way more excited about Tech just because they're a rival. We're probably going to drum them too. But as far as offense, they are putting up about 122 rushing yards per game. We'll cut that by 60% at least. 277 passing yards, 60% at least. What I was impressed with as far as offense goes is the 73.5 red zone percentage. That means when they get there, they do well. So for this defense, I think game plan going in, let's not let them get there because they they have success there, and that's probably mainly due to the dual-threat quarterback. As far as a player to look for on their team, Jack Chambers, he has amassed 2,400 yards passing so far this season, 17 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Uh, I was looking at some of his uh, – metrics physicals and and this really helps you understand like the dip the left there's levels to this right there's levels to this stetson bennett is a walk-on he at uj so and he's killed it this year but 
in all honesty, he is 5'11", 190. Soaking wet, as my as one of our offensive coaches used to say back in the day. Soaking wet. Chambers is 5'10", 180. So, you know, Stetson, Stetson got, you know, Stetson got a little weight on, on the kid, but doesn't mean he can't play. He's probably going to be a lot like Stetson as far as his, his play, which the defense is obviously going to be familiar with. So hopefully we don't struggle with containing him, making him make mistakes, uh, pressing his offensive line, and hopefully getting hands on him, getting his jersey dirty early and often. Along with that, wide receivers, they actually do a wide receiver. It The stats say that it's a committee. They have four guys with at least, I want to say it was 300, 300 to 400 yards. So they're spreading the wealth. Sounds like their system uh, calls for that. But the two names, if you're looking for names to look out for, is Swarting and Jordan. They seem to be the go-to guys, but everybody eats on this offense. So while it can be a weapon to, you know, for your quarterback to be the point guard and just dish it out, it's really going to take, I think, a superstar type player to really press our defense. So may may not be as effective as, you know, it would be in any other scenario. And then I think the real guy maybe to watch out for as far as the defense is Shandre Mims. Of their 23 sacks on the season, he has eight of them, and that's about 34%. So he he's the threat. He is an outside linebacker DN, so that's going to give them some flexibility to move him all over the line. The offensive line will know where he's at. He may get a couple double teams, but this offensive line has been excellent so far. So I don't expect him to have a great day. But if there is a sack given up on the day on the second, third string, it's going to come from this guy. So watch out for him. Other than that, I definitely did want to go through and shout out to all the seniors who have, you know, been a part of this great ride, not only this year, but really it's the buildup to this year. They really were, they were the foundation pieces. And since then, really, I think Kirby has learned the formula of what works for him as, as far as recruiting and what we need. So they've been the blue, blueprint class, and you got to give them respect for that. So some of the seniors that we will be celebrating, and I'm not going to go through everybody, no disrespect, but just the names that most people are familiar with. Robert Beal. Stetson Bennett, of course, is probably going to get a hefty ovation. And again, a lot of these guys do have an opportunity to come back. So it's not like this is the final, final, final straw, but it is what it is. Latavius Brini, Jake Camarda, Owen Condon, James Cook, Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis to New York, Warren Erickson, John Fitzpatrick, uh, Kiaris Jackson, Darian Kendrick, the transfer, William Poole, Julian Rochester, almost forgot about him. Jamari Sawyer, been huge for us on the offensive line, especially holding down that left tackle, no doubt. Justin Schaefer, Christopher Smith, and that pick six that really kicked off this year with a bang against Clemson. Ooh, I'll never, I'll never forget that play. That out my seat, out my seat, quick, quick. Amir Speed, Channing Tindall, who shut it down against Tennessee last week. Quay Walker, Zamir White, can't forget Zeus, and then Devontae Wyatt, uh, the D-lineman that decided to come back with Jordan Davis and hold down our D-line. So, so again, I appreciate what these guys have done. I don't think it's really going to be understood until probably years later. Because, again, I, I read off the, the years that we've done a 12-0 year before. Three years. 
We've done that three years in our school's history, starting back at 46. And then our two champion, our real championship caliber teams in 80 and 82. Like, I know we didn't get it done in 82, but I mean, that team was still, you know what it is. Score predictions. Uh, a lot of people are saying that this is going to be the, what, second time that we've scored 60 this year? After we put 62 on Vanderbilt. I, I don't think this team really has the defense that UAB had, and we put up 56 on UAB. That was a 56-7 to seven win. I think this one's going to be a little bit worse than Vanderbilt, but I'm, I'm going to give them a field goal. When you're playing second, third, fourth string, there's going to be mistakes. Again, it's, it's learning for them. But I think for the majority of the game, the coaches are really going to press them to execute. Like we're we're really not trying to take it easy on these guys. They're getting paid again. <laughs> ain't no ain't no need to take it easy on them. We're trying to play football and get ready for the future. Get these younger players ready for the future because you you never know when we're going to have to call on them. So I'm going to go 65 UGA, three Charleston Southern, and then we get to move on to good old fashioned hate week. And I got some Georgia Tech fans that are always in my ear. So, you know, we just ready just to swat, just to bust that head. So for those of you who are going, uh, I'm sure it's going to be cold, but it's a noon game. So you got some sun. Uh, obviously, this will probably this is probably I don't even know if it's going to be on. Obviously not ESPN, probably uh, SEC. Ugh, these are gross games, but Dog Nation, I appreciate you. Seniors, let's appreciate them this weekend. This is for them. And. Uh, we're not done yet. Got a lot of work to do. So enjoy it. And I will see you guys soon. You know what it is. Off the leash. I do it for the dogs. <laughs>